Next time, we are watching Fast 6. We will not be doing Fast 7 on a separate episode. We've already done Fast 7. You can go listen to that episode. We did 1 and 7 at the same time. Um, then we're going to do 8. I have not seen 8 or Hobbs and Shaw. I miss those two. I have seen 9. So 8 is going to be new for both of us. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, and then nine is going to be actually part of our end of year. Uh, it's going to be one of our end of year episodes, which is very exciting that we landed. That'll be great. No, our end of the year is going to be very weird because we're going to watch Fast 9 and also Avatar The Way of Water. Um, And there better be a Princess Switch 4. Welcome to Mortified, the Friendship Quest, a podcast where two long-distance friends bounce media recommendations, all in hopes the other will like it. I'm Aaron. And I'm a close-up on an ass that tells us we're in the Fast franchise. And this week, we enlarge the family by one baby and a rock with Fast Five. Before we steal a safe with only our brains, cars, and a lot of steel wire, remember you can help us on Mortify the Legitimacy Quest by subscribing to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, signing up for our monthly newsletter through a link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter and Tumblr at MortifiedPod. Layla. Aaron. Have you ever wanted to be free? Sure. What about an ant? Yeah. Excellent. Great. <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, um, we are continuing our, our delve into the Fast franchise. Um, this is for, you know, people who like to keep up, um, going to be recorded in the past past. This is, this is you know, pre-recorded. Um, we're recording this on uh, the 31st of July. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a little bit uh, out of sync. But I assure you, you're going to like this one because uh, this is, um, I guess, I still think Seven is still my favorite, but this is my second favorite Fast movie. I mean, it's pretty fucking good is the thing. It kind of kicks ass. Uh, do you want to summarize it? I do. All right. So following the events of the Fast and Furious 4, the Toretto's and Brian O'Connor are on the run from the U.S. government and Special Agent Dwayne The Rock Johnson is on the hunt. In order to get enough money for them to finally be free, they they decide to steal all the money they can from a Brazilian gangster named Hernan Reyes after he burns them on a car heist. They they assemble a pretty fucking great team, uh, do a bunch of insane hijinks, and then fight The Rock, befriend The Rock, and a hot Brazilian widower, and uh, get the money. It's great. That's that's it. That's what happens. It's um, maybe the best movie I've ever seen, except for Fast 7, of course. This movie loves widowers. <laughs> we, yes, honestly. <laughs> there's this? there's nothing better. The, the most important thing, the only thing more important than family is when one of your family members has died. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically a spouse. Um, 100%. So that you can mourn them by showing the audience you still fuck and fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? That's listen. If my if I die, <laughs> Sierra meets Vin Diesel. I want her to have a great time. I think Sierra could land the rock. Uh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, great. Could the rock land my wife though? That's the question. That Probably. is the question. I think he'd have we'll to work see. for it. He'd have to work. 
listen, she's got high standards. Anyway, shall we talk about uh, the rock of this family, uh, Dom Toretto? I mean, he's dieseling. Listen, right? These characters are kind of set in stone. They don't really change, right? That's kind of not the point of these movies, right? Like, um, you know, Dom shows up here and he's like, yeah, you busted me out of prison. You did... You did kill a lot of people in that bus and the bus heist. <laughs> so at the end of Fast Forward, we see him getting on a prison bus and we see Mia and um, Brian break him out in their cars. We don't see the actual full heist. We do see it in this one and they start by flipping over a prison bus like a dozen times. And it's like, hmm, I wish you had been a little bit gentler. <laughs> Yeah, all those bitches are dead. There's no, you could you can't. <laughs> they, make, they make a point to be like, yeah, it was weird. There were no fatalities at all. It's like, no, I don't fucking think so. No, I think they're all dead, actually. I think there I think are no fatalities to... <laughs> in the sense that there was no one to fatalize after a certain point. They had to hire a necromancer to bring Tom back <laughs> because he was snapped in twain. Um, um, I will say I do like the turn of Uncle Dom. Yes, uh, right. So, you know, um, Mia gets pregnant in this one, um, and, like, he, he does start to become, like, a, oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna have a nephew, and he he's great. Yeah, he he, he softens 0.05%, and that's all I ask of a, of a Dom Toretto. There, there's, um, a, there's a really great scene, right, with him and Brian, and, like, they're racing, because they're like, oh, we're gonna have so much money, you know, we'll each bet a million dollars, and then whoever wins the race, you know, will get a million dollars. And, you know, Brian wins very narrowly. Uh, and then they're all, and Brian's like, yeah, yeah, I owned you guys. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the other people who are racing are like, oh, so you didn't see it. And and they're, he's like, what? And they're like, oh, Dom, Dom let you win. Uh, he, he eased up on the clutch there at the end. And then Brian's like, no, no, he didn't. And then they're like, it was a baby present. It's great. It owns. Um, yeah, that is the best kind of psychological torment for Brian, <laughs> which I really love. Um... Speaking of Brian, he's there, uh, and he is scared to be a papa. Yeah, I mean, like, right, he, he's the same as always. There is one crucial scene where he and Dom talk about, you know, their dads, right? And, and Dom talks about, like, you know, his dad was always there. You know, he always had a barbecue after church. And if you didn't go to church, you didn't get any barbecue. Uh, really doing the work of conversion, <laughs> Mr. Toretto. Um, but, like, Dom was like, yeah, you know, my dad was great. And then Brian's like, you know, my dad was never around. I don't remember anything about him. Um, and he's like, and, you know, Dom's like, you know what? Um, you're not going to be like that, man. And, like, you know, that's that's basically the only thing that changes about his character. But I do think it's kind of a nice moment to get some, you know, interiority with them and see how that, that affects them. I will say having seen... Uh nine that there is an impressive amount of continuity about dom's dad so get ready for him to come oh up my god are we gonna meet mr toretto at some point you're sure gonna get some information about the toretto family i'm oh so excited god. for you to watch nine <laughs> cannot uh, wait to meet ultra catholic mr toretto <laughs> that'll be great um uh, mia she's there she's she's pregante <laughs> pregnant <laughs> Um, she yeah. weaponizes her pregnancy, which I appreciate. Yeah, she's just like, hey, can you guys stop fighting because I am pregnant? Um, I do wish that they didn't make her being a pregnant such a crucial part of this film because they do throw her off a lot of buildings. Yeah, I I did notice, though, she gets she does get to nap while the boys work. 
that is that is good. I'm glad that they let her rest. Uh, this is one time. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is like justified in being like, oh, well, because she's pregnant, she has to take a back seat. But you know, in in the in the story, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's the rest of the team. Uh, there's so many. <laughs> Ludacris and Tyrese rolled in to play mm-hmm. Roman and Tej. Yep, um, they're great. <laughs> Roman does have a private jet that says it's Roman bitches on the tail. Which I, love. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's really good. <laughs> it's really incredible. Um, Han is here, which does mean all of this happens pre Tokyo Drift. It's wild, right? They even say at the end, like when him and, and Gal Gadot, spoilers, they hook up, um, you know, like are, are driving away. She's like, oh, you don't want to go to Tokyo? And he's like, uh, maybe in a bit. <laughs> Uh, which is wild that Tokyo Drift is actually in the future of this franchise. Um, but then again, uh, God, it's wild. Just wild that they keep resurrecting him. But I, I you know what? I'm here for it. It's fine. Yeah, so Han is... Uh, <laughs> he hasn't gone to Tokyo yet, which is funny, because it does imply that Tokyo will then be behind technologically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's really good. Galgado's um, here. There's one thing that happens with her besides her hooking up with Han. Oh, actually, there's there's two things. One um, that is good is that the way that they they need to unlock a safe right at one point, um, and the way that they the safe opens is with a handprint um, like scanner, and they're like, oh, we don't know how to get this guy's great handprint. What are we gonna do? So Galgado. <laughs> It's just like, ugh, never sent a woman to do a man's job. And she, like, goes over and, like, lets this mobster feel her up. And then they reverse take the the handprint off of her swimsuit. And they use that as the way to open the fucking safe. And at one point, like, Ludacris and, and uh, Tyrese are like, um, so did he, like, slap that ass? Or did he, like, grab and hold on to it? <laughs> Like, this is misogynist in the best way, I think. <laughs> Am I allowed mis- to laugh at this? <laughs> it's misogynist parentheses goofy. <laughs> like, exactly, it's, right? It's, it's like it's that very cousin silly. you have that's like trying as hardest to understand you're a person, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, you need to undo like 30 years of cultural conditioning. That's what's exactly. happening here. Yeah, it's very good. Um, um, also, she's confirmed to have been part of Mossad in this one, which, like, is the reason why people don't like Gal Gadot anymore is because she's pro-IDF. So, um, pretty. Cl- I don't think she's coming back in future installments, is what I'm saying. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Layla made a face. <laughs> well. We're gonna have fun. Okay, so. Free Palestine, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of people who come back for future installments, Vince is back. Yeah, you remember him from Fast and Furious 1? He comes back to die. Yeah, he gets shot. <laughs> After betraying uh, the family, though, so. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I'm glad. It's what you get. It's, it's yeah. He, I don't, I, I put him on this list. I wouldn't have even brought, brought him up, but, like, what, what do you think the purpose of having him here was? What did it do for the story? You know, I will give it this. I think. So we talked about how fast, so, so Tokyo Drift, hap- well, hasn't happened yet canonically, mm-hmm. but in our universe, Tokyo Drift has happened because the franchise was asking, is it about the cars? And then four happened because the franchise was asking, is it about the cop drama? I think we had to bring Vince back to be like, no, it's about the family, but we had to kill him to be like, it's about the new family. Mm-hmm. 
But, like, I think you're right. And I th- do think that, like, yeah, they did kill him because, like, nobody gives a shit about his character. But, like, th- even the very little bit they did that, like, reinforced Dom's, like, whole family thing, like, does work for me. Like, because he talks about how he's like, oh, Dom, we named, he's, like, bleeding out, his guts are spilling everywhere, you know, like, <laughs> um, he- he's on his deathbed. And he's like, oh, you know that, that little baby that we showed? Because apparently I have a wife now uh, and a kid. We named him after you. You got to go see him. Uh, you know, we named him Nico, but like it's Dominic, like Dominico. You, it's I know it's not like one on one comparison, but we didn't want it to. Oh fuck, I'm dead. Um, but like, yeah, uh, even that little bit did work for me because like all the times that he like betrayed them and like fucked them up, like Dom still is like, you know what? There's always room for family. I'll let you back in on this heist. You know, one more job. Um, and like that, the way that that builds on Dom's character does work for me. Um, maybe I'm just a fucking sucker. Uh, we just recorded our big O episode where we talk about how Americans are fucking morons. And, you know, that's me. I'm Americans. Um, but like, yeah, I liked it. It was fine. Yeah, hey, I it worked for me, too. Uh, it's, it's great. I loved I loved seeing that fucking fast one throwback. Um, but we did get some new faces in this in this motion picture film. Um, Fast Five is where we finally get the fucking rock. Now, Dom, at last, we <laughs> see each other playing. He's Javert. He's fucking Javert. He is fucking Javert. He is justice <laughs> at all costs and justice only in the sense of the law. Yeah, um, he's great. I mean, like, I don't, like, he's, like, the, the Rock, like, because, you know, The Rock is kind of seen as, like, a cuddly, cool big guy. I mean, he was in Moana, right? He was in all those, like, weird, like, babysitter films where, like, it's a big, strong man who who is a family guy. And this time he's, you know, trying to be the bad guy. And, like, he does an okay job of it. Like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna catch you guys. You know, you know, Dom, you beat a man half to death with a wrench once. Um... And you know you walked out on the force, Brian. So I, I'm I'm more righteous than you. The stars are fixed in their place, and they never waver in their pursuit of justice, just like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he's pretty good. You keep that wrench thing in the back of your head. Yeah, you we'll talk about it. it. You keep um, it tucked away back there, mm-hmm, just um, like a Toretto baby. <laughs> Always uh, got that motherfucking thing on me. He is not only the bad guy; he's a bad boy. That's his whole oh, thing. Is like, wait, really? You think so? I mean, yeah, that's his whole thing. Is like he goes to interrogate that guy and he starts beating the shit out of him. And uh, Elena is like, or was it Elena? Somebody, yeah, I think it was Elena. Just standing there, and somebody's like, "Is that legal?" And they're like, "No," but do you want to go in there and tell him? Right? He's like the bad boy of the force. Okay, so here's the thing. I watched the extended cut. Oh shit. So I don't know. I think we got different scenes because I did not see that part. Why? I had to buy this from the Microsoft store. And I was like, I guess I'll get the extended version. <laughs> Why the hell not? They're the same price. So I never saw this scene. Oh, there's a scene where the rock goes. Listeners. When I started watching Fast Five, I forgot that we were on five and I started watching six. I think I'm talking <laughs> about a scene for Fast Six. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the Rock's going to beat the shit out of someone in an interrogation room, so you'll get that. Great. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, no. Um, you know, like, he he at first is like, oh, you know, I hate these guys. They, he does make the warning at the very beginning. He's like, you know, these guys are like ultra criminals. You know, they're, he's like a top, you know, we got a top federal agent and a man who's been running from us, you know, since he was, you know, able to 
able to put a key in the ignition or whatever. But he was like, the number one thing we never, ever let them do is get in cars, <laughs> which I think is so funny because they're like, we know what fucking franchise we're in. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you let these fucks get into some cars, it's over. Which I appreciate that Vin Diesel always has the same black muscle car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian does not. He always has a different <laughs> one. Um, but it's always an import because remember, mm-hmm. one of the key conflicts in this franchise is American muscle mm-hmm. versus import. That's right. Then American muscle always wins, baby. Um, anything else about The Rock? I mean, like his whole thing is that like he he chases them, but then the Brazilian guys shoot his cops for some reason, like the people under his command. So then he switches over to like give uh, the Toretto's and Brian you know, like a 24-hour, like, window after they kill the, the bad guy. Kill the That's bad guy his... and switch out the vaults. We have, okay, we'll talk about the vault scene in, in a bit, but oh my god, so good. Um, Everything about the vault was great. Moving on to our uh, hot Brazilian widow, Elena. I liked her a lot. I thought she was cool. Yeah, you know, I don't know that she was given a lot to work with, but, like, I think her inclusion as a character, I think that, you know, The Rock chooses her because he like, he's like, oh, you know, I like her smile. And then she's like, why did you recruit me? My smile is not that great. And he's like, well, actually, it's because your husband was killed um, and he was a cop. So I know that you can't be bought off. And like, I think that's actually like kind of an effective way to be like, oh, okay. The Rock's not just like a weird misogynist. He's very competent and, and understands the value of loyalty. And it also sets up Elena's motivation, not only for, you know, like not being one of the, you know, a hundred corrupt cops who gets shot to death in this film, um, but also like the reason that she switches over to be on the Toretto side. Well, she switches over to be the on Toretto side because she is horny for the diesel. Oh, also, yeah, that's true. Like she takes, <laughs> he rescues her into the favela, and he drops his crucifix. She takes it back. He breaks into her house to steal it back from her, and they have a very sexy like. Why would you take this piece of silver? Uh, it's only twenty dollars. Another, yeah, this is a very lame is heavy. You know, uh, lots of silver stealing, but um, she's like, why would you steal this this silver? It's only twenty dollars. He's like. It's worth it. Um, and then he's like, oh, he's sad too. I have to fuck him now. Yeah, it's very charged. It's um, good. You know, what isn't charged is uh, our big bad. I know. Well, physically, he's not our biggest bad. But plot-wise, he is our biggest bad. Uh, it's Hernan Reyes, uh, who runs all of Rio. His inclusion is almost an afterthought. Like, his motivations are like... I like money. I want to protect my money. Um, and that's really it. That's his whole thing is like he, he orders people to chase Brian around with guns, uh, you know, and he he does. Okay, the thing, the, the only gripe I have with this movie is the ambush at the end because there's a point where um, the cops have caught the Toretto's and Brian and they're like, you know, going to extradite them to America. And then the then fucking Reyes's soldiers show up and just shoot all the cops and, and you know kill them and that's what makes the Hobbs switch over. But like, there's no reason for them to have done that. No, except for the vibes. Exactly right. Like you know, I, I, that's that's my only gripe. But like you know, like that's not really what this film is going for, right? It's not trying to be like a, a plot heavy thing. But um, I did think it was weird. But yeah, it just kind of goes to underscore the fact that Reyes is just kind of like he's just there to be an obstacle. He is just there to be an obstacle, and they get smashed with a vault, which I think is... No, sorry, he gets the car thrown into him. Yes, the car is smashed through his windshield, and then the rock finishes him off. Uh, um, s- 
speaking of not being very plot heavy, um, you wanted to know, does this movie have a theme? Yeah, because they keep talking about, like, they keep bringing up, like, oh, you know, why don't we just cut and run? You know, we, we were, you know, when once Vince dies, they're like, you know, I've got some plane tickets. We could just leave. And Dom's like, no, you know, you know, it's not worth it, you know. And they, they always talk about how, like, you know, being on the run from the feds, they're like, you know, you know, freedom isn't running, right? Like, this ain't freedom. Like, and the whole point is, like, they're trying to get this, you know, like, $100 million so that way they can actually have true freedom. And, like, they say these lines, like, maybe two or three times throughout the film. But I don't know that these themes are actually played out. So here's my think. I think that Fast Five is a turning point for the franchise. Um, Like we talked about with Vince, right? You had to kind of bring him back just to be like family and then kill him to be like new family. I think the important part about Fast Five is that the franchise has to make a decision of is the rest of this franchise going to be the family running from increasingly bad cops? How much can you actually escalate cops beyond the rock, right? Um, I think they had to find a way to truly free Brian and Dom and the rest of the family from the law so that the rest of the franchise could completely lose its hinges. Yeah, right. Like, uh, because, like, you're right, you're right. But the the being all of the shit they did in this these films are is illegal. But like, they have to f- make a clean break to be like, okay, now they're just like, they now it's fine, <laughs> you know. Now now they're the, superheroes. That that we were going to drive a Dodge Charger straight through that thin blue line, uh, and we're going to uh, cover that over with the bodies of a hundred police officers. Uh, just to be clear. Um, you know, I do have a, I have a gripe with the way that they they treat police officers in this film because they are all the, all the people that get shot are Brazilians mostly, right? And they're all like emphasized to be corrupt Brazilian cops. So like, mm, I don't think they would have done the same body count had this been in America. Um, so like, eh, I, I wish they hadn't really like done that, but you know. Uh, I think I think you're right overall that like yeah they they have found the core of what people like about this franchise and like I hope from the here on down they just double down on that and triple down on it. <laughs> just a big smile from Rafa. I'm so excited for the next yeah. several films. Yeah, um, that's what I was hoping. So, uh, speaking of what people like about this franchise yeah um so this franchise is real dumb um right that it starts with a scene that looks like it could have been part of mad max fury road where they have like a weird battle rigged car run up to a train they cut open the train one of the cargo doors with uh like a blowtorch and then they proceed to drag cars out of the train car onto this this rig, and then the cars drive off into the desert to steal them. Um, that scene gets complicated, of course, when um, they realize that, that um, there's a bridge coming. So they have to like one of the person people has to like lose a car. Um, they you know they. They get on. They get onto the rig, but then like the rig gets fucked up somehow. Um, so Brian has to like you know they, they lose the rig. The rig goes flying. Brian has to jump from one car 
you know, off the train into a car that Vin Diesel stole, so they barely escaped that. Then the train, the, the car comes up to a cliff, so they have to jump out of the train, uh, out of the car and into the water. Like just constant escalation. It's the dumbest and stupidest shit I've ever seen. It's but it's so fun. It is so bombastic in a way that I really love. And of course, the climactic heist at the end of this movie is like all time a big brain, like the best shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, because so they the whole their whole thing is that they want to rob this guy Reyes of a hundred million dollars. He has ten safe houses, and Gal Gadot's like, "You are not going to get all ten safe houses. There's no way." So what they do is they get one safe house, they burn the money, and they make a threat, forcing Reyes to consolidate all his money in the police station in a vault. Therefore, these motherfuckers just steal the vault. And we don't mean steal the vault like, you know, like get a helicopter or put it on a boat. No, they um, take two Dodge Chargers and they hook it up to this. Oh, I want to say I would say it's at least eight by 13 foot. Like, you oh, know, they, they give the measurement. It's seven, seven by 12, I think. OK, yeah, uh, you're right. They actually do specifically say exactly how big it is. Um, this this big fucking iron vault and they just drag it through the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Um, it fucking rules. The entire time, they are just, like, dragging it behind them, this big, stupid piece of metal. Um, you know, there's cops chasing after them. You know, there's, there's like, explosions happening. You know, they, they, at one point, you know, the family comes in with stolen cop cars to divert them. But the very last moment, right, um, they realize they're not going to be able to get off of this bridge. So um, what Dom Toretto does is he turn he... <laughs> turns around and starts disconnects uh brian from the car so it's just him and dom uses the safe as a morning star ass like bludgeoning weapon like driving the car into the oncoming police vehicles like fucking hitting them with this the safe at one point uh, the entire like top part of a car gets sliced off by the wire and i was like oh that man's been decapitated like fully like dead as fuck um and, and, and then the very end where he like throws the safe into you know the bad guy's car you know drives his car into them it's, so he, it's incredible he throws the safe into one bad guy's car which then gives has enough momentum to fling the charger into <laughs> Rhea's car while he jumps out yeah yes it's it's incredible it's so good <laughs> At these, this movie in particular has some of the best chase sequences I've ever seen on screen. Um, just masterful choreography. I'm so, I like can't say it enough. I'm so excited for you to watch Fast Night. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't believe that they they top this because like this is really good. Um, I was reading a little bit about this. Like I think they had to do just like a month of shooting this scene. Like they, but like a lot of it was practical effects, which is wild. It is wild that they managed to pull this off in any capacity because it is so stupid and big and like incredible. Pull this off and not kill anybody. Oh yeah, no, it is astonishing that there were no fatalities. Like the the amount of destroyed cars in this film is off the charts. Like it must have been, you know, this this film had a budget of one hundred twenty five million dollars. I have to assume a hundred million of it was cars. A hundred million was cars, and the rest was just Vin Diesel and the Rock. It was Vin Diesel? Yes. Um, speaking of Vin Diesel and the Rock, can we talk about their um wrench fight scene? Is that oh. what you wanted to talk about? No, I j- no the wrench comes up again in nine. Oh yeah interesting yeah interesting. the fight scene was good though i love to see two big guys just slugging it out 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could hear the sound of their their hams just clapping against each other. Um, I, I think it's very funny, though, because, like, both Vin Diesel and The Rock are people who notoriously have, like, lines in their contracts. It's like, we are not allowed to lose a fight. Um, well, specifically for this franchise, they have to, like, duke it out at how many fights each of them are allowed to lose and against each mm-hmm. other. And, you know, Vin Diesel always has to look crisp after he fights. Yeah, it's really stupid and funny um, that this is that it's a contingency point or not a contingency, but like a point of contention. Um, and it's just very funny that there's two men that's like, no, I can't lose. You can't you can't make my character lose a fight. That'll hurt my public image. If I have to if I have to lose, then I have to look hot. Like, honestly, that's all you need. Right. It's like, listen, I'm happy to lose, but I do need to be like a little sexy. Yeah, I want to be draped dramatically over a chaise, bleeding out. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of way. That, that was the line in Vince's contract. <laughs> I would love to see him die like that in this uh, franchise. Um, yeah. uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, there is a juicy little post credit scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it is wild that they include this because they do... It is heavily implied that Vin Diesel hooks up with Elena there at the end. Um... But, like, uh, it, it's a shot of Hobbs at his desk. You know, he's, like, typing away, and then, like, his hot assistant comes up, and she's like, you're going to want to look at this. And he's like, is it about Toretto? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, I don't give a shit then. And she's like, no, you should look at it. And he opens it up, and he's like, you know, there there's a heist. You know, there's, like, a, you know, a, a big five-man car robbery in some city or whatever. In Berlin. Uh, in Berlin, yeah. And he opens it. And there's a picture of one Michelle Rodriguez. Um, Our girl! <laughs> I, I'm so glad that they tease her resurrection here like this. It rules. It's so fun. I love that. Letty Ortiz is back, bitch! Just as her widower husband is finally slowly getting over her death. Nope, nope. One more, one more again. Um, I, so I know from Fast 7 that there is like a whole amnesia subplot. Uh, here, which makes me very excited for Fast 6, because I assume the villain of Fast 6 is Letty, uh, which I do want to watch everybody fight Michelle Rodriguez and get their ass kicked by her for a long time. Oh my god, the next three movies are just such masterpieces of cinema. Um, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for you to be... There are two major actors that enter the scene uh, that... uh, Two major action stars that enter. Uh, Action stars. Is one Tom Cruise? Mm -mm. Action stars. Action stars. They're big, big, beefy men. Who are they? Oh, a large... The thing is that the largest men are already in this one. I can't... So um, Jason Momoa is probably not big enough at this point. uh, So Jason Statham... Oh, yeah, he's um, Shaw. I, he's, I remember him. He's next. He's in seven, yeah. And then John Cena does also show up. <gasps> yes, I forgot John Cena's <laughs> in these! <sighs> so, just be ready. Um, oh, my God, so yes. to be clear for the... So, okay, let's go over this again. So, mm-hmm. next time we are watching Fast 6. We will not be doing Fast 7 on a separate episode. We've already done Fast 7. You can go listen to that episode. We did 1 and 7 at the same time. Um, then we're going to do eight. I have not seen eight or Hobbs and Shaw. I miss those two. I have seen nine. So eight is going to be new for both of us. Excellent. Good. Can't Uh, wait. And then nine is going to be actually part of our end of year. Uh, it's going to be one of our end of year episodes, which is very exciting that we landed. 
That'll be great. No, our end of the year is going to be very weird because we're going to watch Fast 9 and also Avatar The Way of Water. Um, And there better be a Princess Switch 4. Oh, yeah, 100%. We've got to. There's got to be some fucked up shit that happens in that universe. Um, You want to take us to the marketing minute? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like I like to imagine with all of these ones... You know, what's let's 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 do a big stupid marketing minute. Um, if you were gonna, you know, be a yeah, like a, a scene writer or like a stunt coordinator for one of these films, you know, what is the biggest, most implausible stunt you'd want in your own fast film? So I do actually have one. Um, okay. To to start, and uh, this would have to happen between Tokyo Drift, um, and Han's inevitable resurrection, as we've seen. Uh. I think that the Charger should get driven through the Hadron Collider and that Vin Diesel should pull the essence of Han's life force from the fucking buzz nothing of space and death and resurrect him like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that seems reasonable. I would love to watch a heist on death. That's very good. That's how this franchise should end. Yes. Um, what about you? Mine is, of course, um, you know, all, all good franchises that go this long have to go to space um so like in this one dom would like be you know there would be like some sort of heist or you know they'd have to like extract somebody from a space shuttle or the iss actually uh letty is in prison on the iss um so dom would have to drive his dodge charger off of the the space shuttle crash into the iss pull letty into the charger they're gonna have to bounce off of the debris um there's gonna be some you know asteroids coming down as well and also you know like the u.s and military spacecraft um would be like trying to shoot them but then they would um you know, fall and land and, of course, impale their car on the top of the Statue of Liberty. Now, on the torch or the crown? The torch is what I was thinking. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of metaphor and symbolism if you think about it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> listeners, if you have a great stunt that you'd like to pitch, you can send it to 775-573-8882 um, for a chance to, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we will... We will apply for a grant to have it uh, included in the next Fast movie. Yeah, that's how filmmaking works. That's my understanding. Well, <laughs> the grant will, of course, be through the Department of Defense, but we'll, gonna, work, we'll work on it. Well, I'm going to tweet at Vin Diesel until he puts it in. Oh, that's also, that's probably more effective. Yeah. Um, Lila, when we are not harassing Vin Diesel to do cooler and more unhinged stunts on Twitter, um, where can people find us on the internet? Find me at L-E-Y-L-S-C-S on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, when this episode drops i'll still be vibing uh, it'll be fun aaron what about you uh i am on twitter at aaron sxl where i tweet about tabletop rpgs health policy and writing um no idea um what i'm gonna be up to at this point in time hopefully it'll be cool um i still will hopefully be doing tabletop uh, rpg reviews that's at aa voight on twitter youtube uh, you can listen to the other show i do that's at the bible boys where me and my ex-evangelical friends josh and michael review christian media and either praise or condemn it and i'm sure we'll be doing some wild unhinged stuff um at that point in time too whenever this drops in the feed so check out that our theme song is obsolete by keshko from the album filmmakers reference kit volume two you can find more of their music at keshko.bandcamp.com layla um you know what what other final questions do we want to address as the episode uh, begins to end? So did he, like, slap that ass or, like, grab and hold on to it? <laughs> uh, gentlemen, never tells. We'll see you next week. <laughs>